Virtual selling is all the rage right now. And my friends at Vidyard have put together all the hot tips to kill it at virtual selling. They already offer an easy to use video creation tool to help connect you to your customers and referral partners. And now listeners of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery podcast not only get free access to the Vidyard video service, but they are also offering their free state of virtual selling report. You can get your copy at vidyard.com forward slash badass. You can be a virtual selling virtuoso. Just go to vidyard.com forward slash badass to discover how. Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me Bill McCormick, who is with Social Sales Link. Now, we just recently heard from his business partner, Bryn Tillman, um, about LinkedIn and the five mistakes that people make. But Bill wanted to come in and share some additional information about online presences and, and why LinkedIn should be part of that plan for your online presence. So before I get Bill on the show, let me tell you guys a little bit about him. Bill discovered the power of LinkedIn and social selling when he and his wife started their advertising specialty company. After successfully and consistently bringing on new clients by leveraging LinkedIn to build relationships and deliver value, he joined Social Sales Link as their chief sales officer to teach others how to grow their businesses the way that he grew theirs. He's been teaching people how to grow their business by leveraging the power of LinkedIn for social selling so they can start more sales conversations. It all comes down to converting connections to conversations through the power of LinkedIn. Welcome to the show, Bill. Hey, Jenny. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be with you and to, to be with your listeners. I am glad you're here too. Now, it, this I, I love that during our pre-interview, you actually shared with me some really cool news that you and Bryn have actually started a podcast since I talked to Bryn a few months ago. <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so we were we were both asked to be part of the Sales Expert channel uh, this year. Bryn's been a member of that for several years, and this was my second year. And so we decided to join forces and do a weekly show. It's on the Bright, on Bright Talk for the remainder of this year, every Monday at, at noon Eastern time. And we do about 20 minutes. The show's called Making Sales Social. And then we were able to take that and then actually turn that into a full-fledged podcast that folks can find on Apple and iTunes and all the different places that they consume and subscribe to, to podcasts. But what we do is we talk to sales and marketing leaders and 
they talk to us about you know what they're teaching their clients right now and then we take those tactics and strategies and talk about how to transform them for virtual and for social selling and then we have another episode every week that comes from our linkedin live where our other coworker bob woods joins us and we actually teach live some real tactical linkedin strategies that people can use mm, super smart i love this well and i wanted you to promote the podcast because one thing I know about podcast listeners is they they love podcasting. They love learning through listening. And so I guys, BDSM crew, you know how this goes. Like go check, go check the show notes because we're going to link directly to the Making Sales Social podcast. So that way you guys can go add that to your list of what you're going to listen to. Because here's the thing. Ever since I talked to Bryn, I've been much more active on LinkedIn and it is starting to show up in my business now, guys. So I'm telling you, if you haven't listened to the episode with Bryn Tillman, go back and listen to that. Come here, continue listening to this one because LinkedIn, if it isn't part of your marketing process, it should be because it's, it's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It's so much better than Facebook, guys. I'm just saying that's my own personal take. So Bill, tell us how you really... First of all, how do you... Your bio briefly touched on how you got started with your LinkedIn process. How did you, how did you get into that? Let's start with that piece right there. Well, so Jenny, I... So I was in sales in the late 80s and, and early 90s, and I was either fired or demoted from every sales job that I, I had. I just wasn't good at it. And back then, it wasn't the quality of the service you gave your, your I was in the grocery industry, so it wasn't the quality of the product that you were able to sell. What it was, it, it was whether you could get the grocery manager tickets to the Yankees on the third baseline or tickets to the Giants on the 50-yard line. And I never had that available to me and didn't like playing that game. But I'll also say I also was lazy and I was young. So there, part of that certainly played into it. But fast forward to 2013 and, and my wife was in the print promotional products business and it was just her and her boss, just a two-person operation, very successful international company. And he got sick and it didn't look well. And he had talked about having us buy the company. And then he suddenly died sooner than he thought, didn't have his affairs in order. And after nine weeks of back and forth with his family, his family decided to keep the business and there really wasn't a place for my wife. And so we walked out, cut our income in half and started our own business, started our own print and promotional products company. And so guess who became the de facto salesperson? <laughs> it was me because I had some sales training. And uh, what we quickly discovered was that LinkedIn was the place where we could find our clients and our clients could find us. My, my wife had that company had had some clients in Bermuda and someone there was looking for her because they knew she could help them and actually reached out to her on LinkedIn and said, Hey, I just started in this new position with this, this company and we need, we need some products. Can you help us? And it was just a perfect timing. And so as I began to use LinkedIn, built the business to the point where I could leave my other job and just work full-time with my wife. And we, developed that business really just by finding our, our clients on LinkedIn. I was in a number of networking circles. I was in a, a BNI chapter. My wife was in a BNI chapter. And yeah, I had many people saying to us like, okay, how are you doing this? Can can you teach me? Can, I'll pay you. Can you can you show me? So I, I, I partnered with a, another person and we developed a website and I started doing videos and trying to sell the videos. 
which that's a whole nother story. But, <laughs> but, um, but I was actually, so I was doing my side hustle of that and then working and selling for my wife and was in Bermuda at one of our clients, which was a bank down there. They knew I did LinkedIn training. And at the end of the meeting, she said, Hey, listen, I want to talk about the LinkedIn stuff. Can you teach our our sales reps, like our mortgage and our wealth managers, can you teach them how to leverage LinkedIn better? And even though I had no clue how I would do that, like how I would train them or what to charge, I said, sure, I can. And uh, I came home. I was part of a, of a chat group on LinkedIn with Bryn Tillman and didn't know her. I bought her book. I did everything she said to do. And so I reached out in the chat room. And she was the first one to say, I've I've worked in, with financial institutions and banks. I have a whole program for them. Let's get on a call. And so we got on a call and agreed that I was going to white label her, her training. And we just hit it off. We just connected to the point where she got me an invitation to the LinkedIn offices in New York. It, it was about three years ago, one day in October, because they were doing a launch of events. And so we met for the first time. And Honestly, Jenny, I was just kidding around with her. I, I turned at one point and said to her, so, hey, now that I'm going to be doing using some of your materials, can I put social sales link on my experience section for my LinkedIn of my LinkedIn profile? Because thinking that's going to give me some credibility. And without missing a beat, Brent turned to me and said, sure, you can join the team if you want. And, and as I say, the rest is is history. And to the point now where I, I don't work with my wife anymore. I do this full time. I, I, I'm the chief sales officer. I'm basically in charge of, of really gaining corporate sales training contracts for us, finding sales teams of 10 or more in the corporate environment so that we can train them how to leverage LinkedIn more successfully. But then we have a whole public side of our, of our company, which is open to small business owners and entrepreneurs, in individual salespeople who don't have support from a corporate office. And we help them on a weekly basis with coaching, just kind of walk through of, okay, okay, how do you leverage this thing called LinkedIn? No, it's not just to look for a job. You can actually do more than just look for a job with it. So I, I love my job. I love that I get to do this and work with, with Bryn and Bob every day. Oh, that is so awesome. So one of the things we talked about pre-interview was how people can begin to build and keeping in mind our, our audience, the, the, the badass crew here listening right now, they are in network marketing, direct sales, they're MLM professionals. How can they begin to build an online presence? You know, and well, first of all, how do you define an online presence? Let's start with that. <laughs> Well, I, let me start with the definition. What we teach is social selling. And, mm -hmm. and I think all selling is social selling. Yeah. But our definition of social selling is, is about building relationships, providing real value and being a resource, understanding that the time will the sales will come when the when the time is right. And so the way we do that is in, in Bob Berg's book, Endless Referrals, he he said all things being equal. People do business and refer business to people they want, know, like, and trust. Well, when we're in an online ecosystem, how do people get to know, like, and trust us? Well, what we need to do is we need to attract, teach, and engage them. And the first thing, attraction, is about that online presence. The thing is, whether you're building a LinkedIn profile, a Facebook profile, a Facebook business page, an Instagram, a Twitter, your profile, your presence is not about you. 
people, especially on LinkedIn, tend to think of it as a resume and they write and they talk about how, you know, their, their, their headline, which is right underneath their name, gives their job position and the company they work at. And then in their about section, all they do is kind of recite all of their accolades and the fact that, you know, they won President's Club five years in a row and they, they've been with the company for 25 years. Jenny, nobody cares. People that read that don't care. They don't care about you. They care about them. So when we're creating and crafting an online presence, we have to make it about our ideal client. Who is it that you're trying to attract? Remember, we need to attract, teach, and engage them. So in order, if we do that correctly, they'll get to know, like, and trust us. So we have to attract them. So how are you doing that? Well, with your profile, you want it to be about your ideal client. So from a LinkedIn perspective, when you're when you're writing your headline, it shouldn't be account executive at XYZ or life coach at. It should be who you help, how you help them, why the results you bring or why they should care and, and, and what you do. Guiding, guiding female professionals along life's journey so that they have a full life that's full of of all the things they want. And I'm making this up as I, as I go right. along, but, but you get the idea so that when, if you're a woman professional, you come across that profile, you read that and you go, that's me, that, mm -hmm. that she helps people like me, or he helps people like me, you know, and then from, from the about section standpoint, what you want to do is write that like a mini blog to help people. The whole idea is providing that value. Remember we said social selling was about building relationships, providing value and being a resource. So how are you providing value? And I think especially it's important for, for the direct sales realm, because you know, you're not trying to push your stuff on, on anyone. Yeah, it wouldn't go over really well for someone who's in direct sales, say, for uh, weight loss to go, um, hey, Jenny, I, I noticed in your picture, you put on a few pounds there. Um, Want to talk? <laughs> that, that, that's not going to go over very well, right? I wish I knew the quote, but there's another Bob Berg quote, quote about you can't push a rope. You have to pull it. Oh. And, and and it's the same idea with our with our ideal clients is we want to draw them we want to we want to bring them to us, and so for, as far as your online presence, making sure that your profile is set up and it's about other people that when they see and and being authentic and who you authentically are showing up. Uh, this is me. You know, one of the things I love about about your website is you kind of put it out there. You know, badass. There's some people that probably don't like that, but mm -hmm. that's who you are. Right. And so you're showing up that way. You're not trying to trying to hide that. So I, I think that's a, a big part of it is making sure that you're showing up as yourself, but then you're also making it about the other person. We always say that we want to help people. We need to stop saying it. We just need to do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So as you, one of the things that I see a lot because I also do a lot of networking. I was so happy when I when I heard you say I've been a member of a BNI chapter. I am. I am also currently still a BNI member, have been for in February. It'll be 11 years that I've been a BNI member. <sighs> when people put in their profile, they help everybody. Let's go there. I can help everybody with a spine. Yeah. I and, can and, help everybody with hair. <laughs> really? Can, can, yeah. <laughs> now, now you're, you're, you're all just listening to this, but I don't have a lot of hair. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm pointing at the, I'm pointing at my head, but, but here's the thing. When we say we help everybody, we end up helping nobody. All right. Thank you. Not 
everyone is your client. A friend of mine used to say this all the time. And, you know, you remember from the the very first Star Wars movie, that was the fourth movie, I think. Yes. <laughs> but the yes. one from the 1970s. Uh-huh. And, and, and they're, they're in the, the speeder and the and the, the stormtroopers are looking for the R2-D2 and C-3PO. And Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and Luke are in the, the land speeder. And, and Obi-Wan does the, the mind trick and says, these are not the droids you're looking for. I wish I could wave my hand and use the force to say, these are not the customers you're looking for. Because too often we chase after the wrong people. Mm-hmm. They're not, you need to have an ideal. And I get it. You're, you're in sales, even in direct sales. You think if I say everyone's my client, that's everybody. I cast this wide net. I'm going to have this huge, huge population of people to pull from. That's not, you have to go small. Aim small, miss small. You have to identify your ideal client is who are they? Are they a middle-aged woman in there that with two kids who has a professional job, who's going crazy and who needs to make some extra income? Or is it someone who needs to lose weight or get healthier? What is that ideal client? And those are the people that you need to be attracting and teaching and engaging. Mm -hmm. Don't put out there that you help everyone. You can make it broader. So my profile used to say, my my headline used to say, helping sales leaders convert more conversations to to connections to conversations using the power of LinkedIn. It used to say that. But then with the pandemic, we had so many more entrepreneurs and small business owners come to us. So I changed it to more professionals. And so you can make small adjustments like that. And that's the thing with any online presence, it's it's living. It's your your profile is a living document. You can go back and change it. But mm-hmm. for the love of all things holy, don't put everyone because not everyone is your is your client. And I think that's a big difference between Facebook and LinkedIn. Facebook has millions and millions and maybe probably billions. I don't know what their user rate is. It's much higher. LinkedIn right now has 720 million, I believe. When I started teaching LinkedIn in 2015, it was 560. So it's grown by almost a quarter of a billion in just a few years. Wow. But here's the thing. Jenny, guess what the average income of a, of a LinkedIn user is? $50,000. 80? $85,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have a, for lack of a better term, you have a higher quality, a mm-hmm. higher income generating person there. Remember it's, it's business to business, but listen, B2B, B2C, it's all H to H. It's all human to human because those people in businesses on LinkedIn are cons- customers mm-hmm. and they're consumers and they need to make more money too. They need to lose weight. They need to grow hair like me. So, <laughs> so, so they can be there. The idea is how do you, now we attract them. How do we then teach them? What we don't do is say, Jenny, I help people just like you. You know, you, you've been in the BNI rooms when they, when the visitor comes in and is the, is business card slinger and they mm-hmm. come up with everybody in the room and, Hey, I'm Bill. Hey, I, I used to be that guy. Right. Yep. You know, when you do that, you turn everyone off. You know, we say connect and pitch is a bait and switch. When you start trying to pitch your product too soon, then it just turns everyone off. What we need to do is build relationships. We need to make it about the other person. Engage on their content. Wish them a happy birthday. Reach out to them in a private message. Say, hey, I saw that post about uh, your son's graduation. 
hey, congratulations, that's fantastic. When they post content, engage with that content. That's why they that's why they put it out there. And and by the way, when you post content and people engage, engage back. Don't mm-hmm. don't post, don't post in ghost. You, you know, it's kind of like when somebody comes up in a networking room and says hi to you, and you turn around and walk away and don't say anything. It's rude. You know, so so don't so don't do that. Right. No, I love that. And with all of this going on, and and not and and being niched down or niched down, whatever way you want to say it, right? Um, I know that there's a lot of fear around doing that because, you know, I, I got to be honest, when I first started my my coaching business, I knew I wanted to work with direct sales people. I knew I wanted to work in in this industry specifically. And so as I was working with my coach on figuring out my target market, the idea of just narrowing it to moms was kind of scary at first, like direct sales moms, direct sales moms. And she's like, look, you've got to have that thing that makes people go, that's me, right? Right, That's me. And, and so, and that has worked very well for me because I've had people tell me over and over and over again, whether they're my client or not, the reason they listen to my podcast, the reason that they follow me on social media, the reason they joined my group is because my focus is on moms. It's not just about you know, the, the, it's not just about direct sales. It's not just about, you know, what are like, I'm incorporating this whole person and guess what? The reason I attract that so well is because guess what I am or was a direct sales mom. Right. Right. Face palm. (laughs) Yeah. So so there's, there's a a a relationship that that happens there through a common bond and share and shared experiences. And, and, and that's a great place to start with content. Is when you're creating content because there's five things, and I'm sure Bryn probably talked about this, but but no harm in re- reviewing it. The five things that we we want content to do, we want it to resonate with people. That's the first thing. When they start reading it, they want to go, "Wow, that's me!" Like the, I can relate to this. And then we want to create curiosity. I call it a, a lean-in moment where I go, "Wow, I never knew that." And then we we want to we want to teach them something new that gets them thinking differently about their problem or solution. And then that leads to more raised hands. That means that leads to them going, hey, I saw what you said there. I want to know more. And that's the perfect moment. And that's when the conversation happens. So and, and the thing about about the niches is when you figure that out, when you get what we in the corporate world, they call an ICP, an ideal client profile, or other places will call it an avatar. Then you need to find out where those people are. Maybe they're not on LinkedIn, but maybe they're on Facebook or no, maybe they're on Instagram or Twitter. Maybe they're on Clubhouse, you know, wherever they are. And that's where you're going to live. It's not to say that you won't go on to other platforms and be on other platforms, but you're, let's face it, we only have so many hours in a day, right? That's why I focus really just on LinkedIn. My Facebook is basically just my personal life. I don't do a lot of business there. Instagram and Twitter, I, Hardly ever look at it. Our social media manager sends me a thing. I click on the link. I like it. And then I get off. That's it. So find out where that place is for you and then learn everything you can about being authentic and genuine in terms of connecting with people, not to sell them, but to help them and to have a conversation with them and just see where it goes. And I guarantee that you, if you do that, you'll have attracted them and teach them and then engaged with them then they'll be reaching out to you and saying, hey, I want to know more. Tell me more. 
Right. Oh, I love that so much. Now, I I feel like I could talk to you forever, Bill, but we don't want to have this episode go on forever. So I'm excited to have you on the next summit in March of 2022. And so then you'll get a full 45 minutes to teach. So because this is where we're sharing like full on content, go do this, this and this. So listener BDSM crew, if you haven't already gone to register for the, the Badass Direct Sales Mastery virtual summit happening in March 2022, free registration right now. Go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com and click on the summit button and you can register right now for that summit. And Bill said he wants to join us. So I can't wait to share him with the world. Really can't wait. I really can't wait because it'll be almost the end of winter. I hate to wait for that time, but had made our first fire last night. So let, let's get to March. <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. Absolutely. Now, Bill, I, I am so excited because you guys at Social Sales Link are offering for our BDSM crew a silver level membership with Social Sales Link. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So if they, if they go to socialsaleslink.com slash library, they'll, they'll get access to our content library where we have replays of past masterclasses with great sales leaders like Keenan, Liz Hyman, Larry Levine, and Daryl Amy, uh, Bob Berg, who wrote Endless Referrals. And uh, Go-Giver. And the Go-Giver. Yeah. So, and plus, yeah, we just did a Q&A with him just a few weeks ago. And then, but then also they'll get replays of our past webinars numerous downloadable resources on, you know, for example, a profile checklist of here are some things you can do to, to help your profile right now. So we're, we're happy to give that away to your crew for sure. Oh my gosh. All right. BDSM crew, go now to the show notes because you guys know that we have in the show notes, the exact link that Bill just dropped. So as long as you're not driving, grab your phone, click on the episode, scroll up just a little bit, and you'll see the link that says socialsaleslink.com forward slash library to go access your silver level membership as the badass crew that he is offering. So go take them up on this. Start building your LinkedIn profile. Start start building your LinkedIn presence because this is a great place. I can't tell you the number of my clients who are starting to use LinkedIn, not because I'm teaching them. I'm sending them to, to Bill and Bryn. Let me tell you guys, the number of my clients who are building their business, not just in sales, but team through LinkedIn. Because keep in mind, people on LinkedIn are more entrepreneurial-minded. They're open to multiple streams of income. So building that relationship, building that presence is going to be beneficial for you. It's a long... It's a long sell process, guys. This is not like you're magically going to start like grab, you know, growing your team in a matter of days. It's building your presence, building where people trust that you're there. They're going to see you over and over again, that you're a professional sharing value, that you are attracting, teaching, and engaging that Bill just talked about on your presence. So Bill, this has been phenomenal. Like I took a page of my own notes here just from you talking. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me, Jenny. I had a blast talking with you and really looking forward to, to the summit in March and, and being with your crew some more. So thanks so much. I cannot wait. Thank you very much, Bill and Badass Crew. You know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. 
Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.